And hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of And I'm All Set. I'm one of your many hosts, Pyro, joined again. Well, I sh why do I always say again? It's always. It's not like one day they're just not going <laughs> to be here, like, for the podcast. Mini and Zoom. And we also have Kisi, and we also have Frog. So, hello. hi, everybody. Good evening. How's it going? Hey. Frog is here. Good evening and <laughs> and welcome to Nazim's ASMR. Well, <laughs> today, Listen today, to eat a pickle. <laughs> I'm gonna eat several pickles <laughs> with my feet. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was going to say, you know, being that technically this is our Halloween podcast, you got to kind of keep it on the spooky side. I can't think of anything right. more grotesque than that. So well done. Oh, I, was, I was just about to say, okay, then I'm going to eat a haunted pickle. <laughs> a haunted pickle. <laughs> With his haunted feet. Gross. Oh my God. I got this hideous. I got this hideous thought in my head of like just this fun. This, yeah. like, this, this, like, gross-looking, moldy pickle is, like... <laughs> <laughs> so, Same. I had a random thought just pop in my head. And, okay. And it's spooky. It, it's kind of... It's not really, but it's still Halloween-themed. So you remember Celebrity Jeopardy? And this is so random. Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Uh -huh. Where it's, like, Nicolas Cage, Burt Reynolds, Sean Connery. Like, it's bigger than a regular hat. Yeah, that's what, what popped in my head. But instead, it's Burt Reynolds, right? It's Burt Reynolds as the Leatherface. <laughs> you know? And instead of the big hat, it's like, yeah, it's my neighbor's face. You know? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> It's scary. It's funny, right? It's, it's scary, I, I right? I don't even scary, know right? how to respond to that. You know, it's scary, right? But, like, it's Burt Reynolds, you know? Look at the size of this chainsaw. It's scary. It's the biggest chainsaw you've seen. And, like, Nicolas Cage could be, like, Pinhead or or Jason. Couch, couch, couch. No, Sean Connery oh, would, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. would be uh, Pinhead. I wouldn't think that one would be What better. is happening right now? <laughs> Just <laughs> random thoughts of Pyro. That's fair because uh, I'm lost. Yeah, it just, and I like, don't know why. But usually it just I can keep up with you pretty damn good. Like, very, very seldom do you lose me. I'm lost. Lost at sea. Well, you know, like I said, it randomly popped in my head and I, I needed to put it into words. And I don't even know how I got there, but I did. So that's fair enough. Someone say something else now. <laughs> something else now. Yeah, thanks, Rock. That's helpful. It is. I'm always trying to help. You know, people say that about me. Like that frog. He's so helpful. I don't I think you're really it. taking that as the way that it's meant. <laughs> <laughs> I am helpful. One time I helped somebody. I remember that time I helped that guy. Yeah, that guy with the thing. Yeah, with at the, the stall with the with the hole in it. Yeah, I remember. No, no, not that. You not needed that coffee place. money. <laughs> it was a haunted coffee stall money. too. <laughs> it was a haunted stall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he ghosted me after. <laughs> yeah, he did. 
the fuck? Alright, worst Halloween you ever had, go. Worst Halloween I ever had? Oh man, I don't know. I, I don't oh. think I can okay. ever remember a terrible Halloween. Go ahead, Nizum, let's hear yours. <laughs> I'm going to share this because it tickled me early on so Right. I've never really celebrated Halloween because it's it's never been a thing, right? It's 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 we've never been I've never been trick or treating, I've never done any of, of that. So we never got dressed up because, you know, that's it. So but what would usually happen because, you know, son of a shopkeeper and all that. My dad would like literally it, it's it's usually a few days before Halloween, he would bring all of the penny sweets, like boxes of, of of penny sweets right and he just leave them all in the living room and then and he would want 100 penny sweets makes pine bag right and he would want us to bag them up now it was the only time where we were allowed to we were allowed to not go to mosque Right. For the, the record, this we... is the part that tickled me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time we were not allowed to go to mosque, right? Because you know what, right? God will forgive because God is all for capitalism as long as he gets his twenty percent cut, right? Mm. Max. <laughs> cut. God gets a cut of the proceeds. He doesn't get taxed. It's a cut. Like it's fine. All the sins are forgiven. Like you know, you don't have to go to you don't have to go to the mosque. It's fine. It's fine. You know, as long as God gets paid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's 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 literally my Halloween. And you know what? Like my my Halloween's never really started until until my mid twenties. And even then, they were never really traditional Halloween parties. Like you know, I'd be I'd go to the club and you know get up to kind of unspeakable things and. In costume or just, you know, like... <clears throat> Always in costume. Like, well, all mean... my favorite materials. Like, you know, that was never never scary. It depends on who you're asking, right? To your average vanilla person. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck? <laughs> but... <laughs> but it was those kinds of parties. Um, rather than thing, I never really... But even then, like, I do like this this time of year, like, definitely say halloween is my favorite holiday of them all halloween's my favorite hands down i never really had a terrible but one though not once me either not that i can remember no i mean some were better than others but i mean there was one halloween where it wasn't like it wasn't a bad night it was a fucked up night the next day was probably the worst out of all of all of it but immediately um it wasn't like in the moment. It wasn't bad. All the stuff that came after what wasn't exactly fun, you know, <clears throat> like the burning. Oh no, <laughs> that was the best part. I prefer not to comment on your worst Halloween. Mm-hmm. All right, you know that makes me want to know more, but I gotta respect it. So it's okay. That's fair. Uh, I have many, but they're not specific. It's just. Like my dad would just ground me all the time because he was a jerk and wouldn't let me go out for Halloween. So there's just like a bunch of Halloweens where I didn't get to participate. That sucks. That's terrible. How can you do that to a kid? I don't know. He's just a jerk. He's a dick. So now I enjoy taking my kids every Halloween because I like seeing them have fun, even though they're not as into it as they used to be. Well, Oliver is. He likes to dress up. 
that's what I'm saying. Which is even funny. even my neighbors, we we did trunk or treating with Cassidy at at the elementary school today, and I have my Freddy Krueger scally cap on, and they're like, "Oh, I love your Freddy Krueger hat. It's different." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I was like, I had to do something." I was like, "I didn't really have time to do anything crazy." I was like, "And I'm exhausted." And they're like, yeah. they're like, oh, we can't wait to see you on Halloween. I was like, oh, yeah. It's, I said, I'm going all out again this year. And they're like, don't tell us. I was like, I won't. It'll be a surprise. I won't even say anything. You'll just have to figure out if it's me or not. I love Halloween. Me too. It's a fun time. I love it. It's my favorite. He, I was they, a unicorn uh, last year. I remember. I, I don't think there's ever been a time where I just... Well, there was one year that I didn't dress up. And I... That was probably... I, I can't even say that was bad because my kids had fun. But I usually go all out. And I don't think there's ever been a time where I wasn't something scary-ish. Yeah, I was Beetlejuice once, but he's still dead, right? True. I scared the crap out of this lady on Halloween. Uh, one year I went as like a scary scarecrow. I wore like overalls and put like bloody oh, handprints all over him. That was a good mask. I bought it like a nice We mask did something for, for the Ambi channel with that. I, maybe. You, yeah, remember you were sitting on my couch? Oh, with that mask, yeah. yeah and that I mask is scary. And I recorded him just sitting on the couch because um, I would do lights out streams and I wouldn't have the green screen up just to be all extra creepy. And I had the green screen down, but I had a picture of my couch. But it looked like like you couldn't tell the difference between the two mm -hmm. and so i had recorded a video of him sitting there and <clears throat> i had it in my stream deck set up so when i hit the button like it would play the video but you wouldn't be able to tell so like i bent down to grab something and my couch is empty and then i got back up and i made it look like i dropped something as i'm hitting the video of frog sitting on the couch mm -hmm. just moving around slightly and when i you know so i go back down and all of a sudden he's there <laughs> and then i came back up hit the button went back to the you know the regular shot of my couch and then again moved because people like somebody would say something in chat like what the hell was that behind you and i'd look and i'm like there's nothing there and then i'm like looking so i don't see nothing and i would throw out the whole stream i would do that it was a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. But I wore this costume, right? And it was pretty scary. I put gloves on and everything, so you couldn't tell, like, what or who I was. And I stood on my mother-in-law's lawn. Like, the kids had already been done walking around. There were still kids coming at her house because she gives out, like, a shit ton of candy. And I just stood there really still on the lawn, like, didn't move at all. And this lady walked up to me and she's like staring at me and I can see her through the mask. And like, she like reached her hand out. Like she couldn't tell if I was real. And I just moved really fast and fuck, I swear she shit her pants. She was so mm -hmm. scared. She was like, ah, well, I thought you was fake. Was like, she was... <laughs> it was pretty funny. I did it to a couple more people. There was like kids wouldn't come up and get candy. <laughs> like they saw me and they were like, I'm not going up there. 
So I, I I saw this I saw this TikTok earlier on, and I would love to do this. Right, not all of it, of course. Right, but what it starts off right, with a guy dressed up as a tree, and he jumps out in front of someone, scares the shit out of him, and the response was the guy who was tree got punched in the face. So like, okay, that was a bit extreme. However, right, the next one there's a uh, just a random box on the street, and all of a sudden, out pops. A guy wearing the scary mask, and oh my god, the the response from like it got a normal guy and a, a, a copper, um, literally just that shocked reaction. And I would love to do that. I'm pretty sure someone will end up punching me in the face. But if I am going to do a Halloween, that's something on my bucket list that I would like to do is get the shit out just random strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's important to have goals. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> TikToks like that, where they pretend to be like a bush or something like that and jump out at people. Oh, I've seen those. Pretty funny. He's <laughs> just, I've got the, it's a, it's a goal, right? I've never done like the Halloween thing. God, scare people. It's Halloween. You have to. Haunted houses are fun. I haven't gone to anything spooky this year. Past two years in a row. Kind of sad. Might try and fit something in this weekend. I love haunted houses. The last time I took my kids on a haunted hayride, I felt like such a bad parent. Like they were, they were like cringing on the floor, crying, terrified. I didn't know it was going to be that scary. I was like, oh, this will be stupid. And it was like, it was like clowns popping out everywhere, freaking banging like fake bats on the on the hayride, and like one of them jumped out and screamed like at all of us. And I was like, oh man, even I was a little scared. My kids were like, I was so, I felt like such a terrible parent. They were like seven and like four. <laughs> seven oh my god, four. they're like two and three. <laughs> Yeah. Get scarred for life. <laughs> I was like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> this was not a good idea. But hey, and it least... was like a long ass ride, too. Like it wasn't over. I was like, oh, it's over. It's like, nope. There's a clown cutting up bodies in a tent. This is great. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> that was Needless just on to his say, road my trip through Philadelphia. <laughs> My bed was full that night. There was no sleep in, in their <laughs> own days. For sure. No sleeping for days. Well, hey, at least you didn't, you know, park in a parking garage and then walk up and take your kids through <laughs> a ginormous uh, festival for marijuana. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, at least you didn't do that. So it's fine. <laughs> Dad, why does it smell that like the house? Told us that story. <laughs> why does it smell like the house? Casey, what you say that you didn't, you don't remember that story? Oh, I said I remember that night you came home and you jumped on um, oh. in the party and uh, told us that story. Yep, that was yeah. when we went to Johnny Cupcakes. <laughs> I'll never forget that. There were no signs posted, nothing, no forewarning. It was just walk up out of the parking garage into this big open field and bongs people smoking blunts and bongs and joints and doing dabs on stage and it was insane 
Cassidy ate four dozen donuts that day. No, I, I, was, I almost <laughs> tossed Kat, Caitlin the keys and said, go home, take the kids, go home. <laughs> I'll see you in a couple hours, but. Yeah. No. You guys go do something else. Yeah. Not I'm here. not leaving. I'll be back later. Just pick me up. Don't forget. So I determined that I bought my Halloween candy way too early. Yeah. Yeah. Always. You gotta because now I can't stop before. eating it. <laughs> I'm not even going to do Halloween candy because nobody's home to pass it out. We usually just put it in a bowl and, you know, leave the sign, you know, please take one. And then we know as soon as we leave, the teenagers run up and take. So one time, one year, somebody even took the damn bowl. That's fucked up. You know? <laughs> I mean, I've done that. Really? <laughs> fucked up part is, is we had like fancy. It's a cool bowl cheap bowls like you know halloween decorated but this year that they took the bowl it was just a regular old cheap fucking tupperware plain white bowl mm. nothing fancy about it nothing he was probably a kid too but i like i don't know it would really piss him off and now i'm just gonna take all the candy fuck that guy we're gonna take the whole bowl <laughs> one year some lady gave out uh pennies like she put them on her front porch in a bowl and like there was like a speaker this was on the military base that I lived on in uh, Louisiana. And there was like a speaker outside her door and she was like um, just scaring people as they came up and then was like, take a penny and like yelling and scaring them. And I thought in my head at that moment, I was like, given a bunch of adolescent children pennies and then mocking them is such a bad idea. And the next day her car was destroyed like they threw a lot of pennies at it i did not participate because mm. i know my dad would have killed me and i, was I like, would There's have just no taken the whole thing of pennies and seen how much it could was in it oh <laughs> no they threw them at her car a lot of them see i would have ran up there first took the whole jar was it a full jar was it a big jar it was like a basket a basket of pennies it, it had to be <laughs> like probably ten dollars worth of pennies it weighed a lot if you tried to lift it, you would have needed a friend. I don't know. She didn't think this through, though. Either that or she just really wanted a new car and was like, insurance will pay for it if I let kids throw pennies at it. <laughs> it's an act of God. <laughs> she was either really smart or, like, just dumb. I mean, you I mean, you don't really go about your life thinking that people are going to do that. You know, at least you hope. You know, That's you, the first thing I thought when I saw that. I was like, I would throw pennies at her car if I wouldn't get in so much trouble. See, we live like the next like block over, and I was like, she's. But, but why? Because she was scaring you on Halloween and was giving out pennies. Maybe that's all she could afford. And because I was a dumb, thirteen-year-old kid, and I would have mm -hmm. thought it was fun. I didn't make great choices back then. Yeah, but I didn't I say it was I'm right. Going by like her train of thought, you know. Last oh yeah. She probably didn't think kids would actually do that, but I did. I was like, yeah, someone's going to throw pennies at your car or your house or something. The only reason I didn't participate is because I thought that it would be, I would get in a lot of trouble. Like, if someone well, kids are my dad was like, too. yeah. My dad was not cool <laughs> when it came to trouble. And I was like, I don't really, I'm already, like, I'm lucky I got to go out for Halloween this year. I'm not going to ruin it. <laughs> That's like my mom. Like, <laughs> so, her rule was, is no cops. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are there so over here usually shops will stop selling flour and eggs to to kids a week before and a week after halloween 
See, they um, don't do smart. that here. They just don't sell cough syrup to kids. Mm-hmm. And that's it. What, what, what cough syrup? Because we drink it to get fucked up. Oh, yeah, okay. Cough syrup yeah. is called lean. <laughs> <laughs> but that's every day. Because <laughs> over here, like, what will end up happening is if no one opens the door, thing, they just like the, the, the Asbo kids who will just literally lob, lob eggs at, uh, at houses and doors and then chuck flour over the top of it. Like kids are little fucking shits. See. I would be cool with the flour and the toilet paper, but not the eggs. Eggs can cause damage. Flour, the hose will get rid of. It's all the pain. Yeah, if it's raining on top of it, it's just yeah. It's it's not. Blech. It's 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 not fun. It's no, not mixed with eggs. Yeah. Nothing mixed with raw egg is fun. No. In that context, at least. I mean, you can make paint, but yeah. We kept things simple. We toilet papered a lot of house and shaving cream. That was it. Toilet paper and shaving cream was our uh, never Vaseline, no doors. No, that was just this one asshole that I know. <laughs> I love how proud you are of it, but you don't realize exactly how much it actually pisses Pyro off. Yeah. I know how much it pisses and him off. No, think... you don't, because if you did, you wouldn't be so proud of it. Yeah. And don't worry, I'm going to fucking get you back. And it's not even going to be like a funny prank. It's going to be an asshole prank times 30. And then I'm just going to remind no. you of it like every five minutes. Like, hey, Frog, remember when you ate that burger and it was actually a fucking thing of shit? Oh, that would be so weird. You couldn't get that taste out of your mouth for weeks. I didn't make you eat poop. I know, but it was still just as much of a fucking shitty thing to do. Because he did it on all the door handles, and it wasn't like a little bit. You fucking caked that shit like on. Spooned it on. <laughs> no, it was only on the the it, passenger side and the driver's side. Yeah. Okay. And there was a lot. So in order for me to test all the handles, <laughs> and then it was uh, on my steering wheel, and my steering wheel was all slippery. I could have died. Oh no, Fog. He wouldn't have died. I, I, I don't know why I giggled then. I do apologize. Like, and, and, dude, that shit was on my steering wheel for months. Yeah, Vaseline does not come off. No, it doesn't. <laughs> See, that's the difference between a funny prank and an asshole prank. A funny prank. It's one and done, not something you enjoy six months to a year later, you know? Well, you don't have that car anymore, so. Yeah, I know. And it fucking had Vaseline on it all the way up until the day it died. (laughs) (laughs) No, it didn't. Dude, my steering wheel was never the same after that. (laughs) I had to put a, a cover on it, and then when the fucking cover, the cover kept slipping off. Your anal bum cover? Yeah. It's an album cover! <laughs> anal bum covers. Once again, Mr. Connery, it's an album cover. <laughs> 
I I just want to I just want to just clarify. Like, we are still talking about the car fight. This isn't like some secret child. No, what the gonna... fuck is happening no, now? No, we, we, we somehow switch back to Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> the Halloween episode, though. Yeah. What's yeah, like... Halloween? <laughs> Ooh, boogie boogie. <laughs> All right, all-time favorite. And now I don't mean Halloween as in Michael Myers, but I mean, if that is it, then so be it. But all-time Halloween film favorite for you or tradition. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Tradition is Rocky Horror. Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas for me too. That's one of my favorites. For me, favorite would would either be eh, watching just Jim Bob's... um, matinee on tnt back in the day it was like this dude out in a trailer park and he would introduce horror films and then another one jim bob's matinee something i like never that. heard of so, that oh hold on i'm getting it wrong last driving jim bob's last driving that's what it was jim bob's last or joe bob joe bob breaks i never heard of it it was on tnt back in the day hmm. thursday nights at like 10 p.m. 11 o'clock. It was like USA up all night except for horror movies. And he would like talk about behind the scenes or facts about the film or the people in the film. It's on USA Shutter up now. all night. Remember that? Wasn't that? Wasn't they had? Didn't they have silk stockings on that? Was that no, what the USA silk stockings was on USA Network, but it was not a part of Up All Night. Up All Night was like no. cheesy B-grade, like softcore porn, but edited for, you know, yeah, basic for like cable, cable. cable networks. Yeah. Um, or AMC, <laughs> and they still do it till today, would be AMC's Fright Fest, and they would just play nonstop horror movies, and it was usually like all of Friday the 13th, so... Watching Friday the 13th was one of my favorite things to do, like Halloween-ish night. Me and my mom used to watch it back in the day. That, that was, was like our little thing. What's that? Uh, the Friday the 13th. Me and my mom would watch it yeah. back in the day. That and Tales from the Crypt, too. Can't forget that. Ooh, I used to love those. Tales from the Crypt, yeah. My, me and my dad. My dad was the biggest wimp when it came to like horror stuff, but... Right, that's one thing we would look forward to is the new episode of Tales from the Crypt. We would watch it together. Or I would watch it and he would pass out. It wasn't as scary, though, because, you know, <laughs> all you would hear is... <laughs> yeah. So the, the jump scares whenever, you know... Potent. Quite as jump scary. No. <laughs> it's like uh, I was gonna say something else and I forgot. I watched Frank and Weenie. Which one? <laughs> for the first. Frank and Weenie, the new the CGI Frank, Frank, one. The 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 future length film. The I think it was the most recent one, which would have uh, been yeah. So the clean stop motion one. Mm-hmm. I watched that for the first time last year, and it was it was just really random because it came on during the daytime. Right, I'm thinking this is absolutely terrifying. Like, what the fuck? 
like it's not like it's not it shouldn't be pre-watershed that's for sure like i'm pretty sure there would like yeah, kids it's, around the country it's one of tim burton's more darker um kid content yeah my favorite frank and weenie though would be the short and they used to play it on disney like around like eight o'clock during like spooky season and it's black and white live action and it was shelly duvall and daniel stern i believe was was the dad if i'm not mistaken uh, maybe shelly duvall maybe it wasn't that's Shelley a duvall. that's a name huh yeah she's she aged all of us <laughs> right there on that one <clears throat> the shining remember that shit word that's a good movie classic Sure, 1984 that came out. So I had must have been just born if it came out spooky season because my birthday's in August. Yep, Shelley Duvall, Daniel Stern, and the little boy looks familiar. I want to say, oh, um, oh, it's Barrett Oliver. I was gonna say Will Wheaton, but it's on. It's <laughs> it's on. Uh, it's on Disney Plus here. I might. I might give it a try. <laughs> it's weird. It definitely is weird. Think like Edward yeah, Scissorhands. Think like Edward Scissorhands, but Frankenweenie. <laughs> Even like the characters have like that 1950s. One lady I think has a beehive. <coughs> you know, it's it's like speaking of Shelley Duvall. If we keep things up on spooky. Have you heard like the horror stories that she went through for filming The Shining? Mm-hmm. I heard some of them. Like it was so fucked up that like it it fucked with her for life. Mm. Like they isolated her. Stanley Kubrick treated her a lot different than the rest of the cast. Told him mm-hmm. not told like he told staff not to talk to her. Like really fucked her up. All for a movie. Yeah, you know, you know what they say. So you have to suffer for your art, but fuck. Mm-hmm. And I bet you she didn't yeah. even make half as much money on that film as Jack Nicholson did. No, probably not. Guaranteed. Poor lady. If you see her now, she's a fucking hot mess. <laughs> yeah. But then didn't uh, Stephen King? Uh, I'm pretty sure Stephen King didn't like the movie at all, and I, I think he publicly came out and. So he didn't like the direction Kubrick took with it hmm. because it went from an alcoholic husband to, if I recall correctly, uh, the flavor less of a focus on the alcohol, alcoholicism. Hang and say the bloody word. I didn't think it's a real word, but anyways, alcoholism. <laughs> that's the one. Uh, yeah, there was a lot less. It, it, that was not focused on as much. So it took it in a different direction and then what the book <laughs> focused on. Never read the yeah. book myself, to be honest, but that's apparently a thing. Yep. Nope. You're absolutely correct. He hated it. And he still talks about it. He still does, though. Stephen King. You know, and by the way, King. Daniel Barrett, who is the little boy in Frank and Weenie, is also. Uh, the kid that gets the book in Neverending Story. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Also, in uh, <clears throat> another movie to make you feel old, he, he was one of the main characters in the film Daryl, 
which was spelt like D dot R dot. He was like some sort of experiment. That was the best name they could come up with for the time. Well, it stood for something. I just don't remember it was. And he was also he was also in Cocoon. Cocoon. What a great movie. Right? We should have an episode where we just talked about like classic movies. Well, you know, I'm sure Pyro is all in for that one. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't get a word in edgewise, though. Because once I start talking about movies, I just um, I, I disappear. It's a whole different pyro comes out for that. Yeah, it's like the random podcast of stuff and movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, the reason why, like, I'm so passionate is because, like, that's all I had as a kid. And then I wanted to get involved. I always had a video camera. But it got to the point where I would, like, compare my life to films. And then it would get, you know, where it's like, it's like, oh. I wish one day I would just be hanging out in an arcade and I get a high score on this arcade machine. And next thing you know, I get taken into outer space to fight in an alien war. You know, set set the standards pretty high on how to <laughs> how to experience life. <laughs> I gotta, you know. Yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> love me some movies. Best haunted house you've ever been in. Um. Amusement haunted house, not yeah. actual. Oh no! Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting because I've never been. To, I don't think I've been to an actual like amusement haunted house before. But, but I will just go in for real haunted house. And Frank's house in Amsterdam was absolutely terrifying, and it was. It left me proper shook up. I I left that place and you go through it and, and they've turned it part into a museum. So you walk through it and you walk through the door and and it it, it gives you like it goes into a lot of detail and they've got screens up and it, it's like proper interactive experience downstairs. But then uh, you're walking through the house and you walk and you actually have to go through the little cubby hole and it was fucking. <coughs> it it was absolutely soul destroying. Um, just experiencing that. I I left. I was in. I was in Amsterdam at the time with, well, with the girl I was seeing, and I kind of didn't speak to her for the rest of the morning. It was I was that shook up. Like it was, and it wasn't just that. You could feel. the whole atmosphere you could feel there was something there there was just so much actually explain that that feeling and you know something bad had happened yeah i'll never ever forget i'll never ever forget that that whole experience and one day i'll take you guys like you're gonna come to my neck of the woods right and we're gonna jump on the train from london we're gonna jump on a train from london because you know trust me it's cheaper from london to amsterdam via the Eurostar, go underneath the water to France, through France and all that stuff, and you get to Amsterdam. And honestly, I will take you guys there because it's inexpensive, right? And How long is the trip in the tunnel underwater? 45 minutes. Oof, you're underwater for 45 minutes. 
oh, it, it, it's fully safe. Like at the end of the day, you're, it, it's fully bored out and there's uh, emergency emergency access points and all the bad stuff. Like it's not, the Eurotunnel has been operating for many years and I think yeah, they only no, ever had one. <laughs> See, that's not how my brain works in Zoom. <laughs> Look, 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 okay, right, I, unfortunately, right, either we go by train or we go by boat, but if we go by boat, it's going to be an even worse experience because me doesn't like boats, right? I don't like boats. Like your, exactly, and, and boats, water, I love choppy, boats. Like, I mean, I'll do it, but, but the, the whole time, I'm just going to be like, fuck, 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 the, fuck. The, For okay, me, at least so boats, me... there's emergency boats, you know, and you're on, you're on top of the water. All right, no, you're in a tunnel under the water. Yeah, there's emergency exits, but what if those fucking go too? You know, like, <laughs> at least even if there was no boats, fuck it, I can swim. <laughs> and see, I don't know. See, it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, yeah, I'm down. Like, it does not, the idea of that doesn't bother me. The idea of flying does not bother me. I don't like boats. Boats, boats, boats. <laughs> 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 the like the the water the 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 channel waters they are choppy as fuck so you will guarantee like if it's a bad day you will get seasick it, it's one of the whole it it's i was on a cruise ship in the middle of a tropical storm so and i was eating dinner and i was fine yeah i didn't get seasick we we bugged out of a tropical storm on the ship too but i will i will i will tell you with the tunnel there was a fire in the tunnel at one point um but that was on the freight side and passengers like the the commercial passengers don't go on that because of special trains for like heavy goods and stuff so you know but you're, i'll definitely do it, the it, tunnel. It's just you're just gonna hear, hear a lot of things come out of my mouth because <laughs> I have to say it out loud. I can't just like leave it in my brain. Then I freak out. That's fine. We'll uh, we'll do what we can to keep you calm. <laughs> now, is it those types of trains that have like the little, like private, like seats, like in Harry Potter? Oh no! This is the this is just your 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 everything your in London like, is like <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I mean that's funny. The private cars. Everyone's, that's what you're thinking. Everyone's like, a wizard booths or whatever. But that was we the best know. way I could describe what I was thinking. <laughs> we all have trains like that. Not even first class has trains like that. Like carriages like that. Nope, it's not. <laughs> no. Well, they just they have burst a whole lot there? of bubbles. If they have first class, I'll pay the extra to just chill in a private room. Nope. Oh, you, you'll just you'll just have your own seat. You won't be sat next to anyone. Maybe it'll be like big, massive, comfy, like cinema seats, and that's it. Like, trust me, Trains it's not weird. Comfy. It's like so. To give you an idea, like I can, you can get to from london to amsterdam you can find a return ticket for about 100 and i think the cheapest i've seen it for is 125 pounds now from where i am in, in south wales to get to the capital two hour train journey cost me 255 quid now go figure that one out like i can cross cross the con like the waters 
go into a foreign country and for half a price and come back home. Like, it's just bonkers. But do you need your passport? Yes. I do now, especially more so because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No longer part of that lovely little network of countries, you know, the European Union. But anyway, back onto the spooky stuff. We will do Amsterdam one day. We will do. We will do that. Like, I, I, you guys come over here. I will take you over there, and you will love Amsterdam. Oh, I and you'll love I like and and Anne Fang's Anne Fang's house is a must. Like, no matter how how emotional it is and how much of of a of how much pain you feel, you just have to experience it just at least once because it's it is soul destroying. Well, that sounds daunting. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, Have but... a couple of space cakes, then go through there. Space cakes? Yeah. It's Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. End up eating shrooms. <laughs> oh, my God, yes, please. All of us tripping out on shrooms in the middle of Amsterdam? Are you kidding me? That's like a dream. <laughs> Somehow get lost. That's on the bucket list. <laughs> Go to Anne Frank's house. <laughs> Not on shrooms. Oh my god. Hell okay, yeah. so going to Anne Frank's house as it is, my brain is going to explode. I don't need the uh, shrooms on top of it all. Oh, you do. You absolutely need the shrooms I, on top of no. it. All. No. No, in our luck, we we would end up in there and there's a person that looks like Anne Frank and it would just fuck with us the whole time. Mm-hmm. Many, many will be like, "Let me help you." <laughs> go, go you asshole! Child. Go to the light child. This house is now clean. <laughs> oh man! For me, my all-time Help. favorite haunted house attraction was Universal Studios, and it was the Wolfman. The yeah. Universal Studios haunted houses are another level. They're not exactly scary. You know, the biggest problem is it's just like walking in one giant line through a haunted house. So sometimes you see the scares before they happen. But the set pieces are phenomenal. Insane. But the reason why the Wolfman is because they had people, you know, in special effects makeup to look like, you know, werewolves. But they were on bungee cords and all this crazy shit. So they would jump at you or come at you from the roof. Like from above you. You know, usually in a haunted house, you get people coming up from the floor or like trap doors on the walls. But this coming at you from the fucking ceiling. It was craziness, but it was a lot of fun. But definitely Universe Studios, hashtag not an ad, Halloween Horror Nights is top notch. Fair enough. Yeah, buddy. I've never been to that, but it sounds fun. Oh, it's so fun. The only haunt, and many would know this place, the only haunted house I've been to that I can remember kind of recently was the one in Niagara Falls. Uh, Nightmares? yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Describe it. I'll let Minnie, because she probably can remember better than I can, because she lives in that area, probably been more recently. It's been well, quite a while for me. you've been through it, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never been through it personally. There was the, the 
like they actually had people like grab you and like a mirror room and things like that and uh yeah it was it was uh it was quite freaky oh so it was like one of those extreme haunts because yeah, any, anything like, where they physically touch you would be classified an extreme haunt yeah and see that's my mm. biggest issue with it because you know the first time somebody goes reaches out and grabs me at first instinct is going to be to hit him in the throat right <laughs> like it's <laughs> Well, it's you know, it's not okay to grab someone in the dark. <laughs> this actually just leads us into like a Sometimes really it good is. conversation. So there's a documentary. I don't remember the name of it. I will find it and, and give it to you guys, but you should definitely watch it. So there's okay. a big difference between like your usual haunts and like extreme haunts. And this focused on both. And there's this one dude, this one person particular who was running an extreme haunt at his house and event like everybody's like he's such a nice guy and like during the like off season or whatever you want to call it he is a wedding singer <laughs> and he Bam. would take okay <laughs> he would take all his money and stuff and 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 his wife who's a lawyer thank god she would fill up you know all the legal stuff you have to sign a waiver to go through it and it's just insane, like waterboarding, torture, like it's insane what what this dude does. And like one of his neighbors, they talked her into doing it, and she was like, she's like, they're fucked up. There's something wrong with these people. Like, and everybody's like, but he's such a nice guy. And then you like you see him like doing his wedding singer stuff, and then you see him doing the extreme haunts, and it's just like. It's crazy, like slapping people, fucking tying them up, like putting duct tape all over them. Holy shit. It's fucked, dude. It is fucked. <laughs> so, Nizum, wow. are you intrigued or turned on? Like, which side of the scale are you falling on here? <laughs> A bit of both. <laughs> well, well, here you go, because if you can survive, like, I think it's... 24 hours i think it is 24 hours like it's he goes all out it got it got to the point where it got so big where one of the venues he would do the wedding singer stuff was on like a farm and they had all this land and they just gave it to him to do this so he expanded upon it and now you sign up and you hang out with them beforehand the pizza party have beers and all that stuff and then <clears throat> you do the haunt, and if you sir, if not, if you can last X amount of hours, you get a fifty thousand dollar grand prize, and nobody has completed it. And the thing is, he records everything, and then sell, and then that's where also he makes his money. It's a subscription to watch this stuff to watch people get terrified yeah so it's like it's borderline snuff so it's it's just crazy I, I'll, get, Steve, I, I'll find the I, um the info I think and i'll a, give it to you guys to watch i think a, a crazy i think me i've back seen in, it a, 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 i say crazy me like a more adventurous me back when i was active and stuff I think I would have put my name forward to that. I don't think I'd last. Like, at the end of the day, it sounds fucking terrifying. But you know what? You have that curiosity. Like, I, could I do that? Could I hack it? I doubt it. Now, 
guaranteed like within first hour be like yep red my sheep my sheep shagger sheep shagger stop 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 <laughs> <laughs> Many guests yeah. reference. Listen to one about that. Listen to listen to our podcast from season one, one of the episodes. You'll understand the reference. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Went down like a sack of spuds. It was that episode, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know if it was that episode or if it was a different episode because we have talked about it on a few different occasions. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, and it comes up a lot. <laughs> what, my? <laughs> oh, we don't talk. You're thinking of the most recent number. We were just off, off everything, off all recording platforms, and I mentioned that story, which I will not repeat because it's on the podcast. Like some things are best kept. Yes, I know. That's why I didn't <laughs> give out specifics on that one. <laughs> But yeah, it actually comes up more often than <laughs> now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. All right, though. <laughs> but no, it does like I it, it but things like that. Things like that are I don't know. It's it'd be interesting to experience whether to that extreme or not. I don't think. I think after a certain point, it's just like okay, yeah. For fifty k, you walk away with so much trauma. The waterboarding <laughs> alone, like, yeah, holy shit! It's, I shed a fuck cap, man. <clears throat> oh, not to mention simulated being buried alive. But extreme haunts are like, I there's some that I'm kind of intrigued. Like, there's one that puts you in the middle of a haunted, like, uh, a scary movie. So the guy that puts this on, um is an aspiring filmmaker specializing i'll let you guess in what horror movies and so i didn't know if you wanted us to actually guess or not he tailors i was gonna say musicals so you know so i was gonna guess he has a, a cast and everything and they tailor the script to each individual person who pays money to go through these experiences and um I pulled up an article and let me. This one is pretty tame compared to the one that I was talking about. And I'm trying to find that one, but let me read this to you. All right. This one I actually might want to do. But let me see if you guys feel the same way. So, on a recent Saturday night, 10 ancient anxious individuals were blindfolded and taken to a secret location oh hold on first let me tell you that this is from the new york times published october 10th 2018 hashtag not an ad but you know get a reference cite your source (laughs) yes on a recent saturday night 10 anxious individuals were blindfolded and taken to a secret location in the desert 40 minutes outside of los angeles they were told that they would each be playing the part of a futuristic criminal who had been lobotomized and summoned to help investigators identify two bodies discovered on the grounds. Upon arrival, one of them, Taylor Winters, 33, a research and development engineer from Santa Ana, California, was ushered into a dusty RV. 
After a quick examination by an on-site emergency medical technician, he disrobed, was placed in a contamination suit. A disembodied voice boomed through a walkie-talkie, instructing him to trek into a hazy compound, warning that movement had been detected and that he might not be alone. For the next 45 minutes, a shaky Mr. Winters followed the voice's lead, eventually being advised to take refuge in a fog-filled tent. But there was little peace there. A creature stampeded through a cloud of dust, lifting and relentlessly tossing Mr. Winters' helpless body. As he struggled to gain his bearings, hands enveloped Mr. Winters' neck, squeezing tightly. He was stalked throughout the haze, knocked down and stripped from his suit as claws raked across his skin, the unrestrained being vomited onto his bare chest and dug into his flesh. Jesus Christ, Mr. Winters cried out. The event concluded with Mr. Winters stripped to his boxes and curled in a fetal position, caked in mud, straw, and simulated body fluids. His first words, once regaining composure, were... That was fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds terrifying. Don't kill them. Don't scar them. This is the 44th time Mr. Winters has done something like this as a reprieve from his high-pressure job designing life-saving heart valves. While wiping fake blood from his eyes, he said that this occasion, for which he'd paid $150 for, was petrifying as the first i was absolutely terrified now this goes into the person that put this together every halloween theme parks like universal studios come live with actors who are paid to startle attendees and in recent years elaborate haunted houses have gotten more popular each fall but these seasonal events are merely child's play compared to what is happening year-round in the underground world of immersive horror its leader might be heretic a los angeles based experimental horror experience run by a man who goes by adrian marcardo a reference to the son of the devil character in rosemary's baby his real name is guy michael his wife that's a terrible real name his (laughs) wife and here's the fucked up part they both have two first names you have Guy Michael and his wife, his wife, Jessica Catherine. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Like, imagine that first date. Like, you, if Tinder was a thing, swiping. Oh, my God. Match made in heaven. She also has two first names. <laughs> A.K.A. Jessica Murder. The company, which was in charge of Mr. Winter's most recent experience, is part of a growing group of horror attractions known as Extreme Haunts. These shows put their participants, typically a single member at a time, in intense physical and psychological situations, placing them inside their own real-life horror film. A safe word is issued. Mr. Winters was Parsons as their only means of opting out. Mr. Marcado, 41, an inspiring filmmaker, takes his audience through an original script uniquely crafted for each show. 
using sometimes true stories with added <clears throat> elements to make it pop. His experimental comp content explores the dark side of human nature. Mr. Mercado said he stumbled into the business in 2013 after paying an unusual sort of homage to a friend who was murdered, reenacting her death for a group of friends at his home. Everyone that came through was completely terrified and loved it. I thought we should just continue doing this and see what happens. Like, that's insane. Mm -hmm. A little bit. I would do, like, that I would do. But that is tame compared to some of the stuff I've I've seen in that documentary. And again, I am trying. Oh, the Haunters, the Art of the Scare. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's number nine on BuzzFeed's 43 wild documentaries that will mess with your head. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, check that out because holy Jesus. Like that's... I'm trying to find... Oh, is that it? McCammy Manor? Yeah, so that that's what it is. It's... I can't pronounce it. Um, Mac... Maccamay Manor? M-C... Big M, little C, capital K, A-M-E-Y Manor. And it's run by Russ McCamey. That's the crazy-ass motherfucker. I was telling you about it used to be located in San Diego. Then they moved it to Summertown, Tennessee, and now they also have one in Huntsville, Alabama. The controversial attraction is known as the most extreme haunted house in the world, but haunted house <clears throat> in parentheses isn't an accurate description of Macamy Manor. It's a legitimate house of horror subjecting willing patrons to hours of extreme physical and mental torture. The folklore surrounding the infamous establishment, there is a 20,000 plus person wait list. You need to sign a 45 page waiver and complete a vigorous screening process to be eligible to participate. Like you have to go through medical exams, all sorts of shit. You know, because yeah, they don't want to kill anybody. Yeah. But the most terrifying aspect of this demented destination for adrenaline junkies is that it's all true. Over the past few weeks, streamers looking for new Halloween movies have discovered Haunters, the Art of the Scare on Netflix. Just so you know, if you want to check that out, that's where you can find it. Um, again, hashtag not an ad, and it's not guaranteed to still be on Netflix, but... That's the first place you'd want to look. Um, anyways, which includes includes Russ McAmey of McAmey Manor. While Haunters in, is an equal parts captivating and terrifying jaunt into the infamous pioneer of extreme haunting, it's not the only Netflix title to traverse the abnormal world of McAmey Manor. The notorious torture house was also subject to the season finale of Netflix docuseries Dark Tourist. Oh, this dude goes through it. The final episode of the season centers on Farrier speaking with the former pen pal of Charles Manson, chatting with doomsday preppers, and visiting McAmey Manor. If Dark Taurus wants the most extreme weekend ever, then Russ McAmey is the man to give it to him. Farrier says while introducing the segment, but is he a showman or a psychopath, and why would anyone want to do this? 
Those are the exact two questions viewers of Haunters were asked themselves after watching the documentary. While the film provides a more detailed story of Makame Manor, the 15-minute Dark Taurus segment offers a more personal touch as Ferrier decides to experience the horrific House of Horrors for himself. The Dark Taurus segment also provides viewers with an update of Makame Manor. In Haunters, it was revealed that the manor didn't allow the use of a safe word. A predetermined phrase guests could use to immediately stop the torture and end the experience, but that policy has changed with one hazy covet. It was time to sign the final clause, Ferry says. While pursuing the extensive waiver, stupidly, it gives Russ permission to ignore my safe phrase. Not to get too technical, but that's what we, the legal biz, refer to as dumb. The Macame Manor episode, Dr. Horse is the perfect stream, blah, 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 and then they stop. But yeah, you need to watch it. You need to watch that segment. Even if you can just go on YouTube and look up Macame Manor to see the shit that this dude does, you know, and he hires high school kids to be a part of it, right? Now imagine that. A bunch of high school kids put in that situation where you are to torture and terrify somebody think about it you give a kid an inch they go a mile you know right it's, i don't think i would do it i wouldn't do it definitely not and it's it's insane because uh, in that documentary you see all these people the before and after and before like they're with this guy russ and they're all good friends and like oh this is gonna be nothing i've done the craziest shit ever and then it cuts it cuts to, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Please just stop. <laughs> and this is like a big 200 and something pound guy, you know, muscles and everything, just sitting there bawling his eyes out, going, you know, having a complete breakdown, you know? Think about that. And then, like, at the end, he's like, I don't even know why I signed up for this. You're sick. Like, and, like, <laughs> you could see a change in the person after going through it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I, I highly People suggest checking that out. People are fucking crazy. What, uh, what time are we at? We are at one hour and seven minutes. Oh, he was, I was going to share something. Okay, go for uh, it. And... And I kind, of, I feel it's, I feel it's, oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure why, but so to stimulate, to simulate, and by all means, feel free to cut this out, Pyro. You got the audio. I, I do have all the faith in your editing skills if you have to, but to simulate having your throat slit, Ooh. you need two items. You need an e-stim kit and a butter knife. And it's the most terrifying thing on the planet. No, thank you. No, thank you. When and I was look, in like there. the, the Eastern East kits are like you know, you didn't say like it's a sex toy, right? But oh my god, it is fucking terrifying as fuck. Like, no, I'm all set, and I'm yeah. all set. <laughs> Like, if anyone ever says, would you like to try this, say no. no. It's a solid no because... no. because even just hearing conversations about that, because when I was in fourth grade, my fourth grade teacher was having a discussion about the O.J. Simpson trial. And I 
we had the pilgrims, you know, quote unquote pilgrims come to our school, obviously not real pilgrims, but, and they would like <laughs> shave, shave sheep in the auditorium and they had one of those. We had real pilgrims. Yeah. They had those machines that would, you know, weave carpets and stuff using the, the wool from the sheep. Anyways, I had to finish writing them a thank a you letter. A loom. That's it. I had to finish <laughs> writing them a letter thanking them. So I was sitting there at my desk writing the letter. She was on like the carpet time area where the kids would sit Indian style and listen to the teacher read a book. But instead of reading a book, she was, you know, reading articles from the O.J. Simpson's murder trial. And she was talking about like how they found the bodies and their heads were nearly decapitated and the strength of a human being mm -hmm. would need to possess in order to do that. And that's the last thing I remember. Next thing I know, I was on the floor. Apparently, while she was doing that, I had a seizure. And so I always struggle with, with that stuff for some reason. I guess because that's right before I had a seizure. That's the last thing I heard before passing out. And it wasn't due to that story. I apparently had low blood sugar. Didn't know that at the time. But now that's what I associate the two with. So when it comes to like slitting throats, I get like uneasy and dizzy. Well, don't pass out. Oh, I won't. The only reason why I, I, I kind of share that is because we're talking about extreme hauntings yeah, and stuff. And it's just one of those things whereby, uh, yeah, it's it's dark. It, it, it's proper dark play and... But, Do you think you'd ever but, try one of those extreme haunts, though? No, I would, like so. Just on <clears throat> on the basis of where I am with my health, I wouldn't be able. I wouldn't survive half an hour without putting my health at risk. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, I would I, definitely I not I'm, do Macanamay ma Manor for sure. Hands down, I wouldn't. But I would probably do the other one because that seems like an interesting. I've seen enough real ones. I don't need to do anything else. <laughs> well, like, everything's simulated in the first one. Like, even the blood is fake and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's still terrifying. It's like being in the harm versus McNamee Manor. It's the, the blood is real and it is your own. Mm -hmm. Like, they wipe shit <laughs> on you. Fucking, like, it's it's disgusting. It's yeah, terrible. I'm not doing that. I'll end up yeah, fighting no. and getting kicked out or something. You see, like as as, as Russ is as, a big as, dude too. You see, there's there's a fine line between pain and pleasure, right? And that that line is just literally crossed over, and there's no point of it. Like, you get, there's no pleasure in it. So, just for the experience alone, maybe something tame, possibly, but. <clears throat> nowhere near that extreme because there's no enjoyment there. It's, it's not even at that point yeah. in time, you're just looking for the sheer the sheer, sorry, it's, it's the thrill factor rather than anything more than that. And I don't think I can get just as much satisfaction and have my, like, you know, almost shit my pants going on, on <laughs> an extreme roller coaster than going through like two hours of, or three hours or however many hours of your torture like 20 like, 24 hours 24 hours of torture like i think 
like I said, stupid me back in the day <laughs> may have like signed up for something as stupid as them. Then I can picture Nizum doing life. that like in his twenties, and and you're just like <laughs> bored. Like this is nothing. Even, <laughs> like yawn. But even, oh no 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 no! Russ getting pissed. Like, well, I I would do it, with if and only if I could smuggle in, and I forgot if it was worms or snails. If I could smuggle in a shit ton of worms or a shit ton of snails, depending on what it is, this guy, and it's in one of these documentaries, is petrified of war. I believe it's worms, just worms. Petrified, like really? Oh, they show a clip of somebody like coming up, <clears throat> coming up to him with worms, and like he turns into like a small child, like no, <laughs> like starts running, like it's it's hilarious. So if he can manage, so if you could just throw worms at him, like just keep them near you, then you just oh, defeat oh, the boss. Just, I mean, just completely turn the whole thing around on him for the last couple of oh, hours. God. But you have to watch it. God, imagine if someone came at me with wasps. Like, holy shit. Fuck, that's, that's crazy, worst. though. Not that, That's like, I think everybody's worst fear, though. Like, yeah, nobody wants yeah, to get wasps. fucking stung. You know? <laughs> oh, no. Wasps don't, no. like, I don't like them, but they don't bug me. Oh, I bug you. No, but if somebody's coming at you with them, you know those things are going to get agitated after a while. Well, yeah. You're punny. <laughs> so my, that's what I'm gonna do for April Fools. I'm gonna strip frog naked, blindfold him, lather his junk in honey, and tie him to a tree in the forest and leave him there for an hour and a half. I, I don't know if I've ever shared this story with you all. Oh boy. It's <laughs> bold. <laughs> All I can picture is the German guy in heavyweights with the fucking deer <laughs> looking the peanut butter off him. <laughs> and he's just freaking out. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Ow, it hurts. All right, Nazum, I want to hear the story. It's a god effort. No, just be like, does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> so it's so a talking boss right and and you, you say pink right so my mum and dad are having their extension done right so we had daughters in the house right? and this is in in the middle of summer and all of a sudden like i'm i'm chilling i think it was work going on inside the house as well painting decorating. like it was literally everything going up and so my window was open and all of a sudden, a wasp comes and in the most high pitched squeal, <laughs> I scream, right? Like, literally scream and just run, right? And my my scream must have just echoed just because ultimately what ended up happening is the builders ended up talking about my, both my sisters were out talking to her and they're like, we didn't know you had another sister in the house. <laughs> 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 like, I'm, I'm telling you, right? I am telling you, wasps, I absolutely hate the little fuckers, right? Wasps, hornets, web, the fact if they can repeatedly sting me without dying, right? It is coming nowhere near me now. 
I, 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 I promise Minya I will not use her as a human shield, but none of you are immune from this. <laughs> I, I will literally just push you in front of me. It's every man for themselves when it comes to one. So I... I'll take the stings <laughs> for you, buddy. <laughs> Dude, that's messed up. I'm highly allergic. I could die. <laughs> that's a huge problem. <laughs> wow. He's like, I'll carry EpiPens. <laughs> Oh, that's it's like the ending of My Girl. Oh, God. But instead of Macaulay Culkin trying to get a mood ring, it just Nazum pushes him on top of the fucking nest. Guys are jerks. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I will keep that in mind that I will not use it as a human meat shield. And the close-up. I'm not really allergic. I just wanted to see if you would really still push me. <laughs> the close-up wouldn't be on the glasses. It would be like either a croc or a single Jordan, just in the leaves by itself. <laughs> Probably a croc. I don't really have any more Jordans. <laughs> They're too oh, expensive. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> So we've talked like I've I've spoken about bats and bats have, like said that absolutely terrifies me wasps like most nothing like nothing gets that kind of response from me as a wasp but you guys must have something like that like surely sharks I have an irrational fear of sharks he and does. things that I can't see in the ocean or at large bodies of water. Like, I will go in, like, a lake, but the whole time I'm like, there's something under me. I'm the exact same way. You know, like, there's even a swimming pool sometimes. Like, I know it's yeah. irrational, but, like, I always, in my mind, I imagine, like, a giant either alligator or shark just fucking appearing and eating me. And Lord help me if something brushes my foot or something, yeah. I'm done for. <laughs> oh, yeah. You definitely... I can promise you around here, you're not going to get an alligator touching you. But that's not necessarily true. It's 100% true. That's not. No, 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 no. That is that's a falsification, my friend. Yes, they are not naturally a part of, you know, New England fauna. But we do have a pension of a bunch of crazy fucking motherfuckers who like to illegally purchase pets from different corners of not only the world, the country, the state, and the dark web. Not limited to alligators, crocodiles. Yeah, you can buy one, but if you let it go, like, in the waters here, it's not going to survive long. Well, long, enough to to have, an long enough to have a snack, at least, at least a month tops minimum. All they need is to do is, is eat, and if, if it's the summertime... Yeah, maybe not the winter, but even the winter, alligators can, you know, they put their snout up so the water freezes around them, so they're frozen, but they can still breathe, and they will survive as long as they've had enough food before the deep freeze. I don't think that's true. That is true. Google it. Bet you a hundred bucks. I didn't know that. Bet you a hundred bucks. Because they're cold-blooded animals. They bet you a I bet. I bet you a hundred dollars. Watch. Siri. Hey, Siri. Alligators and frozen water. Or crocodiles. Okay. I found this 
this on the web for alligators in frozen water. Check it out. The bizarre and totally scientific facts, and this is CNN, way that alligators breathe in icy waters. Winter storms have battered the U.S. this week, and many animals are struggling in the cold. The cold-blooded alligator, though, is getting through the week with an unusual method of survival. This week, an employee at the Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Conservation posted photos of alligators frozen in water. A grim scene. Maybe if their snouts weren't sticking out. It's called icing. And it's how alligators breathe when submerged in freezing temperatures. While they may look dead in photos, they're surviving and in the middle of a fight of their lives. The icing response is tied to brumation, brumation, which is basically the reptile version of a mammal's hibernation. By lowering their metabolic rates, becoming lethargic, and keeping their snouts above water, alligators are able to survive brief periods of freezing weather. Brief periods. But it's... But they wouldn't eat you if the water was freezing because they wouldn't be moving. But they could survive. That's that's <laughs> the whole argument. They could survive. There was no argument. I just didn't know if that was true or not. Yeah, no, but you were saying maybe now for like a week if they let them go. No, when in fact they could thrive and survive a lot longer than that is the point. Is the point. Therefore, all bet it be irrational, it is still plausible. And you can't say it's a highly hundred. improbable. No, no, nope, you see, okay. and this so. this will bring me to the point where statistics are bullshit. Why? Because there always has to be a statistic. It's safer to uh, fly an airplane, take flight in an airplane, than it is to drive on the road. That may be true, but say that to the motherfucker as the plane's crashing. Somebody has you to survive. Um, your chances of surviving an automobile accident are higher than a plane crash. But just saying, probability of winning the lottery is small, but there's winners all the time. Therefore, statistics are bullshit. <clears throat> That's all. No, I, you, your, your. Your irrational fear of what lies underneath the water, right? So, considering the Earth is covered in seventy percent water, right? There's going to be so much uncharted territory, right? Lots. Lots. Oh, can you lot. just imagine? Can you just imagine? I'm pretty sure. I am pretty sure we have krakens, we have megalodons, we have all of those things just in the deep. Well, dark I mean, sea. realistically, krakens are very plausible because all they are are just very large octopuses or squids, and they octopi. have found octopi, octopusy. They found ah. huge squids, like huge squid sizes of boats in the ocean or wash up on the yeah. shore. Yeah, they're real. Giant squids are real. They're, they've seen them. There's depths of the ocean we've never even seen, so there's definitely stuff we've never seen yep. that, that's there. Mm-hmm. So just I'm never sleeping again. Welcome to the <laughs> world. 
Although, no, I, but this is the thing. It's like legitimately, this has been. Um, I think Frog and I have had this discussion at length. That like the whole idea of the ocean and stuff like just terrifies me. It's just absolutely fucking not. Yeah, there's just dinosaurs no. in there. Yeah, like no, absolutely not. <laughs> you see, not now happening. I just want I just want James Cameron to fucking pull his fingers out of the eyes. Us just release the the. the 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 Avatar movies, like get rid of all that, make as much money as he needs to, right? Because whatever scary shit that comes out from him, I'm pretty sure he's gonna know because he, I believe, it's he's gone down the deepest. So he may not, but his equipment has because with all the Titanic, Titanic fun, like he made the, the little, submarine. he made all the little submarines and stuff. So, and if anything scary or trauma, like. If anything comes, whatever that guy directs next, right, that has underwater beasts, but that's going to be where he got his inspiration from. You know, it's there's stuff down there. You know, it's a scary shit. We're trying to cover up. Not but saying will, like I'm wearing a tinfoil hat. Do you think he will do another horror movie? Oh no! You know, because I mean, the last project he did that I can remember is Avatar, and then he jumped right into making the sequel, and. It, takes a long time to do what like 50 years right (laughs) i would love to see him jump into horror and create something like the avatar size but make it scary even then but the the thing is it but we've spoken about this before like people People come up with with stuff in books and films and stuff, but what's to say it's not real? Had like I know it's all somewhere. fictional, but it's got to come from somewhere, right? So imagine the guy who has spent hundreds of millions of of dollars on all of this deep sea equipment, who's gone down further looking for the Titanic, and you know you don't just find the Titanic and then just give up, right? You want to go a bit further, like you know, curiosity's there, right? You want to go further, yeah. but imagine if whatever he's seen i don't think he would be able to just openly if it's scary shit he wouldn't be able to just publish it because you know the government would be shit hot on that and, not, and make maybe him cover not, it up, not right? just that but would anybody take him seriously because he's a fictional writer exactly so then it'll be in his movie so then i'm kind of thinking whatever he makes next that's not avatar two three four five six however which fucking probably many he's making be. it's going to be the next fast and the furious except we'll only get to see maybe three the third one and then the rest will all be after we're dead because that's how long it takes him to push these movies out and you know <laughs> <'cause> he's taking <laughs> baths in 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 infant um what is it foreskin made by gwyneth paltrow the youth serum <laughs> so he's gonna he's he's gonna get all what his goop. It's, he, oh yeah it's called goop and it's gwyneth paltrow's like whole fucking cult she started anyways um um with that i'm gonna i'm gonna say we're gonna wrap it up but wait so he'll live forever so he can just continuously make these fucking avatar movies <laughs> was the whole point i've never seen any of them i've never seen the first oh okay let me just tell you what avatar is right it's just last of the mohicans with the uh, blue people that's yep. all there is if you've seen last of the mohicans right then you've seen avatar. it's pretty then you've seen avatar 
It's just more uh-huh. CGI. Like, like, trust me, that's more I've CGI, it up bigger in... budget. Exactly. <laughs> and on that note, do we have a mini moment? I don't even fucking know anymore. I'm doing well, I have I you know, I do not know how we got here. I don't even know where we've been at this point. Hey, so but, many things happened. Okay, today. okay, I told okay. You, may it not always be... goes off the rails, but it was all spooky. May I not feel be like someone mini... put me in the dryer and hit like high speed tumble, and I fell out, and now I'm trying to collect my thoughts. And to a oh my god, your hair would look so crazy if you put it in the dryer. My God. <laughs> You'd look like the bride of Frankenstein. You would just be like, <laughs> wow. "Fuck you, just frog!" A, just this big like beehive of hair. It's so thick. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it would be awesome. You never know. Don't know. On that note, there is no mini moments. Uh, any zoom tidbits? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? No, we're gonna. You know what? Like, it it may not be there were no zero context quotes this week, right? But oh, that's I am going to leave you with. I have one, leave... but it was mine, I guess. We did that one last week, didn't we? Yeah. Which one? We did that one. The uh. Uh, we did oh the... no! I was talking He's... about the garlic bread one. Oh, oh yeah! I f- <laughs> fucking love garlic bread. She does. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely sure? nobody. Silence. <laughs> Many. I fucking love garlic bread. <laughs> and we're gonna leave you with that. So, as far as it goes with spooky things and extreme haunts, when it comes to uh, simulated throat cuts, this is Pyro, Mini, Nazum, Casey, and Froglinostics. And at least, as far as I'm concerned with that stuff, I am all set. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the love and support. And we hope you guys all have terrible dreams. Have a good night. <laughs> That's awful thing to say. <laughs> right? Well, it's spooky. I hope you have uh, bad dreams of spooky nature. Happy Halloween. And happy Halloween. And that note, I will be right back. I have to use the bathroom. You won't be right back because we're ending. So so now the audience is going to be left on a cliffhanger on whether or not Frog had relief. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs)